Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, yes, the game a couple days ago was ugly. I am not saying it wasn't. I will never say it wasn't, but I do think it'll serve a purpose. Again, I'm not here to say, look, you guys listened to the show yesterday. (laughs) If you're listening to this right now and you heard yesterday's lowdown and even the three, the two other shows that I have recorded since the end of regulation the other night or, or since uh, the end of, of one of the uglier losses of my lifetime, you will know that I'm not here to make excuses nor explain away what the hell happened in Oklahoma City. That is not what I'm here for. You guys, <laughs> you guys know me better to, than to think that I'm going to do that. What I will say, though, is that this season or since Media Day, all we have heard from the Lakers is the downplaying of concerns, right? Oh, don't call us old. You just wait. Oh, don't care about preseason. We went 0-5 in preseason. We don't even care about the preseason. Oh, don't worry about the 0-2 start. Shut up and stay humble, Phoenix, right? All that good stuff. And I think based on the quotes and the legitimate anger that we saw after this last game, it kind of makes me think, now I would prefer that we would get to this point without... (laughs) needing an embarrassment like we got on Wednesday night. But but still, I would I, 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 I still think that that game can serve a purpose. And it's and it's kind of to light a fire under everybody's ass. Not only was Russell Westbrook embarrassed, thrown out of a game in which he was probably the reason the Lakers lost down the stretch. Not only did that happen, but that happened in Oklahoma City. That happened in front of, like, he was getting booed by Oklahoma City Thunder fans. Think about that. Like, we can never fathom Magic, Kobe, you know, guys like that ever not being Lakers. But imagine if for whatever reason they weren't Lakers and they came back and they got the nice, proud standing ovation from the the formerly hometown crowd. And then that game ends. And as they're walking off the court, they're getting boos from the people who previously just showered them in awe, right? In this case, this was Russell Westbrook getting thoroughly embarrassed, the thunder sagging off him, which is another form of embarrassment for a basketball player. And he wasn't able to take advantage of that. He wasn't able to you know, correct the momentum when OKC took the, the, the game by the balls. Like it was just, it was just turnover after turnover, clank after clank, missed rotation after missed rotation. And the culmination of all that was him saying after the game, some bullshit about like, Oh, I'm not here for the, I'm old school. Now stop Russ. You bang your chest harder than any other player in the league. Right. And so uh, what I'm here to say is like, I, I do think that in this case, that game can serve a purpose. You would prefer it not needing to, to serve that purpose, but I really think it might. So one of the bits of analysis that I saw quite a bit of was like, how can 
a team that knows what it takes to win a basketball game, lose a basketball like that to a team that like doesn't really understand what it means to, to win a team purposely put together to lose NBA games, right? That, that Oklahoma city thunder team is an embarrassment to that city. And, and the Lakers lose that game that way. You know, I think in large part because, Ah, uh, whatever. All of these, all basically, the entire Lakers roster looked at that game and said, "Like, oh well, one of eighty-two, I guess." You know, and and yeah, they're competitive, and they and I'm not saying that they weren't trying, but if you're looking at the 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 desperation from either side, there, you had one team in the Oklahoma City Thunder force the Lakers into ISO ball, and you had another team in the Lakers that just like still refuses to tag rollers in the pick and roll and just get eaten up by those sets. Like if you're looking at, at, at the way that those two teams approached that game, it was very clear, like which team wanted it more. And like one team, the Oklahoma city thunder, yes, organizationally, they want to lose a bunch, but those players, they're still fighting for their NBA lives. And if you're on a team that is tanking, it makes it very difficult to continue to stay in the league because the only story about you is you were put on that team to lose basketball games. So, and, and, and like, honestly, the first quarter made it look like they recognized that. They weren't really competing all that much. Then the Lakers started sleepwalking. OKC hit a, night, a couple of shots, and they were able to move on from kind of the, the lull that they were in in the very first uh, you know, quarter in the in, in the earlier stretches in the game, no, and the, and then they start hitting shots. They start making rotations. The Lakers start doing the the opposite of both of those things, and and then by the end of the game, you know, it's the Lakers who. There's a difference, I think, between desperation and like desperate swings and misses. Right, desperation is what you do when you're willing to do anything to win. And I thought the Lakers last night were taking shots that were like, they were just desperately grasping for straws as they realized, holy shit, we are Goliath. And David just hit us upside the head with a rock. But again, I do think that there is something to be gained here. It's, it's, it is that edge. The entire league was laughing at the Lakers last night online on Twitter uh, behind the scenes, like I, I have friends who cover the other teams, and I was getting texts from these friends who cover these other teams who were saying that like executives around the league were, saying, were just kind of laughing at uh, what the Lakers have been so far this season. They're two and three, and they very easily could be zero and five, right? And they and and it's not like football where you could be zero and five or five and zero. No, the Lakers have gotten their clocks cleaned a couple times and then walked away with some narrow victories here. So they very easily could be 0-5. And, and the league is laughing at them. The This isn't the Brooklyn Nets either, right? Where, like, James Harden is, is fat, out of shape, and can't adjust to the new rules, and Kyrie Irving is addicted to YouTube. No, the Lakers, and yes, they have, a, they, they have incurred some injuries, and those need to be pointed out, but they've incurred injuries to 36-year-old Trevor Ariza. Uh, Talon Horton Tucker was was getting ready to play this season. He hasn't played like a, a full NBA season yet. Like he he hasn't missed time with with injuries that much, but he also hasn't bared the responsibility of being a nightly NBA player. 
And maybe his body wasn't quite ready for that, right? And and and, and you look at and and look, it, it was probably a freak injury with with Taylor Horton Tucker. Kendrick Nunn probably stepped on somebody's foot, and he's still recovering from that. But Wayne Ellington pulling a hammy, I could have predicted that. That was probably going to happen. And the t- and, and the league is laughing at these guys. And it was cool. It was it, it it culminated in Wednesday night. And my hope here is that the Lakers recognize that that was embarrassing. And some of the quotes that we got after that would tell me, like Anthony Davis's quotes, I really liked where they were, you know, reporters were kind of trying to get him to make an excuse for himself. And he said, no, 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 that was just a loss that we should have won. And I think the Lakers up and down were saying like, no, 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 that was a game that we should have won. And that was embarrassing. And, and hell, even Russ getting thrown out of that game was was the beginning, I think, of him saying, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are we doing here? And my hope is that tomorrow night, when they're playing Cleveland, LeBron's former team, a, another young, up-and-coming athletic team, that they show some of that hunger. Because if they don't, if the Lakers approach that game, any other game, frankly, the way that they've approached the last three quarters of the Oklahoma City game, like it's going to be the Dwight Mare season all over again. Dwight's going to relive that shit, and we're going to relive it with him. I hope we avoid that. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Check out the hook today. Uh, that has already been recorded. Aaron and I did that yesterday, and then here in a few hours, I am going to record a podcast with a special guest. I don't like giving guests away just in case, you know, life happens and I don't want to jinx it, but you'll really enjoy the guests that I am bringing on. Check out all of the content there at SoberSkinAndRoll.com. And until tomorrow, oh, no, today's Thursday that I'm recording this. So until Monday, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.